Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 21 of The Porcupine. I am Adam Nutter. Uh, real quick, of course, you can find me at Adam Nutter on all the social media stuff. Uh, I don't know when I'm releasing this episode. Shit. Uh, fuck it. October 15th, come on out to the pop-in at Chalfont, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philly. Uh, myself and Neil will be opening up for the great Aaron Berg. You know him from In Hot Water, Confident Media, all that great shit. Legion of Skanks guest. Uh, and then October 22nd, I'll be at the Ivy, Ivy Tavern in Hamilton, New Jersey. It's Trenton. Come on out to that. And uh, other dates in the works down the road for sure. So come on out to those. All right, guys. My guest today is the fucking motherfucking man himself from Liberty Lockdown, the Mr. Clint Russell. Adam, thank you so much for having me on, man. It's it's an honor. I've been waiting to come on, so thank you. Dude, no, it's an honor for me, sir. Uh, I guess I just had I just had on uh, your ex-husband, Reed, on the last episode. So. <laughs> Tell him he owes me child support, that piece of shit. We don't believe in that here. We don't believe in child support. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you offer that? I, I feel bad. My, my producer was like, uh, I was on Reed, and like, I had a lot of questions to ask Reed, and I have, I don't officially have ADD, but I have something, you, you know? I have something. And I was on my phone like feverishly like looking stuff up but it just looked like i was just texting the whole time and i was and just, oh, my, my producer was like hey man you're on your phone a lot and i was like huh oh so i had a text reader i was like hey man i wasn't ignoring you or texting <laughs> i was like looking looking shit up but i have like my brain works so fast i kept thinking like five questions ahead so we would talk about something and i'd be like oh we're not gonna look at that and then we would get off that and be like fuck right so i was like all right i'm not gonna do that with you my phone's down <laughs> we're not doing that now this episode hey, now that i understand what you're doing it wouldn't bother me either way no i know but i felt bad i still feel bad i fucking was doing that it's shitty all right clint liberty lockdown fucking host liberty lockdown uh great podcast fucking great guest um i asked this question to all of my first time guests uh what brought you to the Liberty Movement? I am one of the rare second gen libertarians. Um, you're like yeah, a fucking myth. You're like a, you're like one of those Jedi's that no one ever heard of. I know I'm a unicorn, <laughs> uh, or the the gay Jedi. I uh, yeah, my dad my dad found it in like I don't even know when 70s I think. Um, so even though I wasn't raised by him, he's still like all of the messaging to me was about libertarianism and liberty and the founding fathers and things like that so yeah dude i'm i'm og from birth wow that's wild so your dad like legit preached this shit to you since you were a kid yeah yeah wow, i so mean cool. i wasn't like i said i wasn't raised by him but i spent one weekend a month with him because my parents were separated or divorced and so we would take these four hour car rides out to uh, ridgecrest california where he had this nightclub and he would just indoctrinate me the entire time talking about you know, delayed gratification, investing money. And I was five years old. So yeah, I'm a total weirdo. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But dude, yeah, yeah, sure. But in a, like, but you're better for it. Like, like I wish my yes. dad, my parents were bo uh, born, Jesus Christ. They were raised, uh, what the fuck is wrong with that raised? My parents were always like, uh, Republican right-leaning people, you know, so I, I never grew up in a left household, but now they're libertarian. And I was like, great. Yeah. I'm already way past that. <laughs> like, where was this shit? <laughs> when I, was, cause I wish I would have, you know, got those uh, values. I mean, you get yes. some of them with Republican values, right? Like money and stuff like that. But, like, not really. A little bit. Right. You get some stuff. So you're way ahead of the curve, dude, in a good way. Oh, I'm, it, I'm, believe me. I, I, I say I'm a weirdo only in the sense that I'm very unusual. You know, like, I to have those values as a five-year-old, you know, I was, I was selling candy in my middle school to, and I was making a hundred bucks a week cash. And, you know, like I just was, I was miles ahead, but it wasn't of any doing of my own. It was just kind of the, uh, the influences that I had in my life. So I completely agree. I mean, it, it's, it's not a negative for sure. Like it, it definitely, the only negative is in the sense that like, once you're red pilled, there's no going back. Yeah. And I was kind of red pilled from jump street. So like, there was, there was no opportunity, like there was no option. You know, I didn't really choose this life, <laughs> you know, but, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, it's, it's absolutely made me who I am. I'm 
you know, basically retired in my late thirties. Like I, there's no, there's no downside to it other than the fact that I now see kind of the veneer of civilization and question everything. Um, so that's, that's a little discontenting, but otherwise it's all good. <laughs> yeah, man, it's wild because like most of us had like that, uh, that path of like, I never believed or trusted anything anybody told me, right? I was always, I was always anti-authority to my core, right. but you, you, you don't think straight up like the government's a complete conspiracy and all this shit. And until like you hit your, like your early 20s, you're like, huh. Until 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was still like a kid. I was like, I was like 14. So I still didn't okay, really yeah. under, and I, I mean, I am from Staten Island. I, I, I have this, I, I kind of talk about this in my act a little bit, but like, uh, you know, we saw, we saw the smoke from like my fucking house, like my my school. Mm. Like it was, I mean, we we had kids in our school. Their parents died in 11. Like it was fucking real to us. Like it was there. You know, it was like fucking legit. But like, you're still 14 years old. You don't really get like war or like any. Actually, you don't get anything. You're you're a dumb idiot. Up until you're like 30, you're pretty right. much retarded. <laughs> until, like you know, so, so like a 14 year old Adam was like, okay, cool, we're bombing the people who did this to us. Yeah, get them. Exactly. You don't know, right? And, 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 until you start to hear like, "Hey, why would a bunch of Saudis crash their planes into?" <laughs> and why, wait, why are we attacking Iraq? Right. If if it was right. Saudis, and you're like, yeah. "Huh? I guess it does make sense." <laughs> you start, it's just basic questions that make you go, "Oh yeah, that does kind of not sound right." Yeah. So, but but I had that granular path into you were just like, "Nah, fucking." All bullshit. Nine eleven inside job. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't say that. I mean, uh, certainly, immediate in the immediate aftermath of nine eleven, I was like, whoever do, did this, let's yeah. go kill them. You know, yeah. like uh, even as a libertarian, I still believe like you kill three thousand of my countrymen, like you, you got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, paybacks in order. Yeah, but but at the same time, then in hindsight, knowing what I know now, or knowing what I knew in two thousand four, or three, or whenever I figured it out. It was like, oh, well, they took advantage of my rage, my my penchant for vengeance, and they used it to further their own political goals. And basically, I concluded, you can never, ever give the government any additional power. You can never give them the green light for war. You can't give them anything more. Like, you, we just have to hold the line and hopefully pull back a little bit or a lot of it. Um, so yeah, that that was kind of the the arc for me. But certainly, you know, 2002, I was probably as neoconservative as as I've ever been in my life. I was like, let's kill people. Um, I was pissed. You know, it was a horrifying, traumatic thing. And I was, I think I was 18 when it happened. So it was, it definitely left an impact on an entire generation. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, what was worse though, January 6th. Let's not forget. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's not forget that day. January I mean, it, basically, it goes like. It goes like the Holocaust and then 9-11 and then January 6th. Yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing comes close. Not in some circles. Some circles, that's before the Holocaust. <laughs> that is no, no, the no. Holocaust I, in some circles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that oh, was the you top. Mean three, I was going oh, okay, three to one. Three to one. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> dude, that was – you know what's sad about like this whole thing is uh, I, I have a lifelong friend of mine. We grew up literally three houses down from each other. I was nine years old when I met him, and he was eight. Like We are a year apart. We, you know, we always stay close. We kind of went our separate ways. I went more comedy and stuff, and he went more into like uh, he was always like a book nerd, like professor, like like Milton, all those guys. But lefty, fine. But then he just got in that like professor circle, hmm. and just sunk. Like it's just full blown, just got like you know vapid brain. And I you know retweeted some dumb politician saying how. January 6th was worse than 11. I was like, this fucking dummy. And <laughs> again, lifelong friend. I post all my comedy stuff online. I post all my other not my non-political podcasts online. My McConaughey never likes it, never retweets it, never engages with it. But I post this. He's like, well, actually, you know, uh, the loss of life might have been worse, but the day of January 6th was way worse for the integrity. I was like, hey, man, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I do know what you're like, saying. Th there's nothing else to say, but it's like, no, it wasn't. And then he texted me because this was on Twitter. He texted me. He's like, I just wanted to text you because I'm a little nervous or scared the rat you're going down. I was like, I'm a little scared the rat you're going down. I was, everything he said to me, I was like, I can say the same exact thing to you, but I'm right. And, and, <laughs> and, but, but, but like, I didn't say I'm right because that's an egotistical thing to say, but you know, you th but we know. Yeah. Here's the difference between us you and them. 
He actually said at one point in the argument, he goes, well, actually, here's the difference. I, he actually said, here's the difference. I'm right. I said, there you go. That's all you guys think that. You guys think you're fucking right. That's, that's the problem. And right. You could have said that from the beginning. We could have saved this half hour of bullshit conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not, Look, you know. If, honest to God, like, the, I think it's a great litmus test for sanity. Like, if you think January 6th, where literally no one died in terms of, uh, you know, well, I guess you could say that the one of the aggressors died in Ashley Babbitt. Otherwise, no one died. There was no victims other than Ashley Babbitt. And you're going to say that that was worse than 3,000 people because dying? Because, again, they, they go, well, the loss of life was clearly the worst. They go, the integrity. It's, shut the fuck up. Oh, so the integrity of lying us into seven wars? That was, that was e- fine? Even, even if you want to go the integrity route, it's still like the integrity of our democracy right. and all that nonsense. It's still worse because 9-11 led to the Patriot Act and the NSA and the TSA. Uh, the integrity of our nation was damaged on all accounts, both in terms of loss of life and as well as, you know, policies and la- loss of liberty. So uh, fuck your friend. What an uh, idiot. 100%. <laughs> Lefty, lefties don't value life because he said, and I have the text of Joe, you if you ever want to look at it, but like uh, he was like, uh, I was like the only, I said the same thing you said. I said the only person that died that day was killed by an unarmed American citizen was killed climbing through a window. And then he that's said, the and he said, good, there should have been more of them, Ashley Babbage, that day. And I said, yeah, because that's what you really want. You want anybody who doesn't oppose your, oppose your view dead. See, that, that shit makes my blood boil. Like, the fact that people feel that way, yeah. it, it's, just, it's just an interesting thing because, like, and, I, and I've noticed this a lot with COVID hysteria as well, is, like, no matter how upset I am about these things, I don't want people that took the V to die, you know? Like, no. Just because I'm not taking it, like I'm not a fucking, I'm not a crazy person. I don't want people to take it to die. Like the only people I would mind dying are the people that are locking me down for a year and a half. Like, like I, actual evil ahead. people, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people I don't care about. But I'm just saying, like the people that have been tricked into all this bullshit and that that believe in this stuff, I still don't want any harm done to them. But the left, it's different. Yes. Like they they have a level of rage and venom towards people that aren't willing to go along with it. And the reason I think that that venom comes to to the fore, and and I think the best way to describe it is that they view us as apostates. They they think that we like all of us were part of the religion of America and and the religion of following political leaders in this country. And now those of us that have seen the light and fallen away from this cult, which is what I believe they are participating in, is a cult like behavior. We are now apostates to them, and there is nothing that you can't do to an apostate in many religions. Like so that that's that's the justification for them treating us as if we're subhuman because they genuinely believe we are it's really horrifying yeah man that's a, it's, that's a great point uh fuck my brain is trash right now you just said <laughs> something about the apostate apostate oh that's it religion um no no so that's the thing so i'm not a, a religious guy in the sense of like gods or anything like i don't i'm an agnostic i don't fucking know what's out there it could be nothing Same. it could be anything i don't fucking know I do know this though. These fucking hardcore lefties for sure don't believe in a god because they think it's fucking gay or whatever. You know, <laughs> like God's right. stupid. Like that's, that's the other. That's the other thing too. They're like God. Does, I know for a fact God's stupid doesn't exist, but they'll believe everything the government says. As like, <laughs> sure, but but that's the thing. That, so, that is their god. Just that's just what so I was gonna know. say. So so yeah. that's so they they don't have a, another god to look up to. So they look up to government, which is a tangible god. So they can actually follow through with what this tangible god says to them because there's a something to grasp to. So you could 100%. go right. So you could go like, "Oh shit! Um, there, my God's telling me that you're bad, and I can actually see Him telling me that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what my God says. And even if you say, "Well, the government's a God," they go, "No, it's a civilized society." Yeah, that's why you need force to fucking put your ideas through. You know, it's like exactly. No, you're you're 100 right. I mean that that is that is what we're witnessing, and this is the reason that they're they're behaving in such an egregious manner is because they don't just believe they're correct but they believe they are holy. They believe what they're doing is like brought down from the heavens to lock people in their home, to keep children masked, to, to put things in people's body that hasn't been tested thoroughly. Like all of that is justifiable if you believe that God is telling you to do it. I, I really believe that's the only way you can justify this, this level of depravity. How does it end? <laughs> like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I keep saying, and this isn't how I want to be careful what I say here because it's fucking YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I don't want this. I don't either. Repeat. I don't <laughs> want what I'm about to say to happen, but I feel the only true way to end all this shit is 
bangy bang 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i mean my personal opinion is that usually when you have a a kind of psychotic religious revival in history it ends in violence i mean that's normally how these things end and either it's it's the people that are participating in the church or it's the people that are dissidents from it that die i mean that's normally how it goes and you know you have salem witch trials you had witches that were dying in that case and right now because the cult is so so large and has so much power i i think that the greatest the, the most grave danger is to people like you and i i think that they could absolutely go the gulag route and god knows what else um I think that the only reason I'm hopeful is because as, as they get more egregious in their behavior, as they rip people's livelihoods away from them, even, even those that are willing to get the V, but still value privacy and bodily autonomy and want to do it you know, for their own decision-making, they are looking at coworkers who they care about that are also now in this position of losing their livelihood. And that's going to make an impact on people. Not, a, not everybody, but there's going to be a significant percentage of this country that starts to wake up as, as the mandates roll out for you know, your gym, your yoga studio, your theater, whatever, whatever your favorite pastime is, and you're no longer allowed to go, or you're not able to go with some of your friends that aren't willing to play this game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start to divide this country in a very significant way. And what I, my belief is that we only need 20% ride or die people that are like, I am not doing any more of this. I will yeah. not comply further. And if that happens, I think we can actually win this. The alternative is that we end up in a hot civil war. And I really, really don't want that. No, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Although apparently we could just beat the military with fucking random guns that we find across <laughs> the street. And well, shitty... in fairness, in fairness, the <laughs> Afghanis were armed, the Mujahideen were armed by the CIA. So unless the CIA wants true. to hook us up, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Honestly, maybe. <laughs> Who the fuck knows, they, dude? they absolutely might. <laughs> they absolutely might. Uh, yeah, there is a real like. Uh, what did you see? What was going on in Washington State? Well, apparently, they're rolling out camps. I, I don't know. Okay, yeah. so do you know about this? I really don't know about this. So, what's the deal? I, I mean, I don't know a ton about it. All I heard is that they they are they are hiring people for quarantine camps. So. How okay? How is that going to work? I think the same way it's working in Australia. I mean, you have people that are in concentration camps or quarantine camps. You could put whatever, you know, preface to the camp right. that you want. Uh, but I think that the, it's the same, same tale. I mean, it, there are people that will accept this fate. Canada has them too, brother. Like there are many, many nations that already have this. And now we have states in America that are doing the same thing. I mean, this is we the have, trend line is we have horrific. Guns, though. We do, but we're not. We're not saying no, you know, like not, I mean, the only way the guns work is if you stand up with them. Yeah. And why aren't we? Uh, I think that first off the entire, you know, media, the elite, the politicians, every influencer for the most part are all pushing the same message that anyone that is pushing back on this is an idiot, a conspiracy theorist, a danger, a this, a that, a terrorist, a threat, whatever. So I think that the people that see the world the way you and I do feel as if they're alone. They feel as if they, there aren't a lot of people that feel this way because you don't get to see it in the media. They do a tremendous job of, of creating and crafting and, and sculpting this narrative to, to make it seem as if, you know, 80% of people are on board. It's not the case. I mean, I know tons and tons of people especially relatives of mine the fact is people because they think they're in such a minority they're afraid to speak up right. so it's it's really important that people have the courage to start to tell the truth about how they feel so that other people can have that same courage and then you kind of get the snowball going in the opposite direction but i think that's why wow yeah okay i also i always uh jesus Christ, i also think that there's a it's like no one wants to be the first one. Oh, that 100 percent. yeah right so it's like it's like Hey, I'm not willing to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Like, I'm I, first of all, I don't have any guns because I have a weed license in PA and I can't have a gun. So, like, I don't have any guns. Uh, that's oh, well, so like, yeah, no, if you're if you're talking about actually taking up arms, I, I think the reason that hasn't happened is because I mean, first off, that's it's such an extreme level to take, and it's ultimately the first person to do it is guaranteed dead. to die or yeah. or in life prison for a prison for life forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think. Whether or not you believe that that dude that went to the Capitol with the truck bomb 
or you know all these right. other people that have been arrested by the FBI. I think most of them are all FBI informants, and these, this yes. is all concocted. That's yes, my opinion. Yes. But assume one of them is legit. You know, assume the the kidnappers in Michigan, which by the way were totally FBI informants. 10 out of 12. I don't know. Yeah, ten out of twelve were. So I'm just saying, assume that that was a genuine plot. Those guys are going to go to prison forever. So yeah. like, it's it's basically like this is where the whole martyr conversation comes in. Like basically, the first people that do that that go that route are going to be martyred for this cause, and yeah. and it doesn't mean that they're going to prevail. So it's right. It's uh, I you know. And ultimately, we have food on the table, and we have Wi-Fi. That's so I think that's my point. That's not my yeah. other point. It's like we all. Yeah. It's also still America, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I was thinking like the Bundy Ranch people. Right. Yeah, I would love to see those. Like, but like that worked. Yeah, it did. But but they did it with significant numbers. I mean, that's, it would have had to. Be, it would have been a okay, bloodbath. But, but think about it. Think about it. That was for cattle. I know. <laughs> we we can't do that for our actual fucking demo- freedoms and 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 this country. like I don't understand. I know. I believe me. I have the same frustration. I think I think it's it's also a tremendous fear about informants. Like if if anyone was to come to me and be like, "Hey, grab your AR. We're gonna go stand on you know outside the Capitol and we're gonna tell them you know until you lift the V mandate, we ain't going away." Um, I'd be like, "Okay, Fed." Right, <laughs> yeah, like, fuck off, no, guy. There's no way I would show up. All so. right, Nick Sarwak. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's a big problem too. Is that no one trusts anybody, and and our community is all electronic. So it's like it's impossible to actually know if anybody's the real deal. Dude, I'm in like a bunch of signal chats, you know, with other just Mises people and just other libertarian. And like so many times, it's like, hey, we can't talk in the main chat because. I'll be plants in there. I'm like, I'm getting tired of all these fucking chats and fucking plants and possible plants. It's like, thinking this, this is very, very, I'm hating it. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. just, it's just so much to keep up with. I know. I, I It drives me crazy, too. I, it, but the truth is, there are a ton of plants. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just a fucking reality. Uh, I, think, I think people are both overly paranoid and also too lackadaisical, like simultaneously, if that makes any it sense. Does. But but I, that's really my belief. Like sometimes people are like, oh, there's a hot girl that's in Liberty Twitter. She's a fed. I'm like, well, no, she's actually not that dude. That's that's asking you, you know, what you're going to do about all this stuff. That guy's probably a fed. right. Um, so you got to be a little bit more discerning. It's really good if you meet people in person and get to know them. And, you know, I don't know what what tests you can do, but I, I find that if you I find that if you sleep with them, it's probably not a fed, probably not a fed. But then I always think oh, Donny Barrasco. <laughs> <laughs> you know like he did pretty well like he did really well like he fucking he like he thought he was one of them at one point like you know what i'm saying like they, you could true. we could get a donnie brosco in our group and it's that's true why was this fucking I, fat dave <laughs> i met fat I dave met, is, i met fat dave if, if he's a fed i'd be really surprised he, he and his wife are very sweet i don't know his account just got banned maybe that's, that's the way out do they do they ban feds though that maybe that's his way out that's a pull out <laughs> that that's his murder he, he got he got too close he got too close like we gotta ban you you gotta take you out <laughs> the, the heat was moving in he met clint russell and then we had to pull him out <laughs> he started talking about his real job he started his real passions he's like i love the fbi I was like, oh no i mean i hate the fbi <laughs> trust me no one says the n-word and and is still a no one says an n-word that much and is a fed like it's not possible. wild how he hasn't been beat up yet it's crazy <laughs> it's it's unbelievable it's unbelievable looks- <laughs> i know how to fight and i wouldn't say it <laughs> I'm like, hey man, good for you. I guess you're pushing those boundaries, but like, I don't know. <laughs> Take your chances, dude. I mean, do you want to fight? You should learn. You should learn <laughs> you quick. Should you want learn. me to teach you? <laughs> like, you want real quick MMA lessons? I can throw it to you. <laughs> man, learn how to jujitsu or something. <laughs> you're fucked up. He thinks just because he can beat up his wife, he can actually stand up in a fight. It's not gonna happen, Dave. Can he beat up his wife? Probably not. Oh, she yeah. seems she's taller than him, so. <laughs> Uh, dude, I, I mean, I'm married now, but like, I would never date a chick that was taller than me because I find it emasculating to me. Yeah. Well, I'm six one, so if I fucking run into a chick taller than me, I'm like, this yeah. is horrifying. I'm six foot, uh, so I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. So it's, it's yeah. rare. For, but even if I find like just five ten chicks, I'm like, all right, well, you want to go? <laughs> you like, intimidated? I, I, you want to fight right now? Oh, see, see, I dig that. I don't know why. I think it's just because like, I'm like, oh, you're my like. All these other guys, they can't even mess with you. Like I got, I got a monopoly on you, girl. Let's let's go. Uh, I like tall women. I don't know. No, no, it's uh, wild that being just even six foot is like I didn't realize how much taller I am than most of the dudes. <laughs> I'm only six feet tall. And I know. I'm like, I know. Wow, I'm like a king. This is crazy. And then you look around. I'm like, oh, everyone's like five eight, five nine. I'm like, yeah, it's like bitch. Dude, you know what's really funny too? Libertarian scene. 
almost all tiny dudes. It's yeah. wild. Like, or it, giants. Yes, or six eight. <laughs> I think I might be you. You and me might be the, you and I might be the only six foot six foot one reasonably at, <laughs> height, like a little slightly above average height. height people love hearing party, dude. Because like again at the fucking thing in Virginia, I was either towering over people or I was like, "Hey man, how are you? Nice to meet you." It's My so name's true. Adam. Like I was screaming up at people. It's fucking I just, wild. I just think it's further evidence that this is like the uh the island of misfit toys like yeah everyone's either too like super short so they're like they had to become an intellectual to survive and get pussy at all or they're like a giant and they're just like they've been ostracized for being so big so i uh, i said this uh i don't know on the podcast i just did with reed and a few other podcasts already but it has to be said it's true and i love everybody so just i love everybody that was there but it, you guys are fucking nerds like i watched so many guys try to awkwardly fuck chicks on saturday night and those girls <laughs> Couldn't have been more drier, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, if I was single, man, I would clean I'm house. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's. I'm in a good spot. I'm I'm retired, and uh, I can. I'm a reasonable height, not crazy tall, crazy crazy small, and I can talk. So yeah, it's it's a win. Yeah, like I I was you know again, I, part of being a comic is everyone wants to talk to you after the show. Of like, course, it just yeah. is what it is. So like. Yeah. Everyone comes up to you, and like I, a bunch of chicks come up to me too, and like they weren't necessarily flirting with me. They knew I was married and stuff, and like again, I would never ever cheat on my wife. This is true. I talk about this on stage even, but it's like gay. It's like I know I'm gay. Well, I can fuck <laughs> dudes. That's not cheating. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, and it's not gay if I look if I don't look at you in the eyes, or use my Christian name. Right. Then it's just it's just it's just, just hate fucking, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Under, it's okay under God. He said it. He said you're allowed to hate fuck other men. <laughs> I, I believe that was in Deuteronomy. We, we yes. gotta ask. We gotta ask all the other religious people, libertarian parties. That's true. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> wow, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you said girls come up to you and talk to you after you. <laughs> I said like the flirting with me, but I, I just kept thinking to myself like, oh, I could, if I wanted to make this happen, I can make this happen. Like it's because all the other dudes are so awkward. They're like, do you like music? I'm like, you just ask her for like music. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, no, actually, because she's just as autistic as them. She's like, she's like, music scares me. She like covers her ears and runs away. <laughs> Dude, watching everybody awkwardly dance and sing, I was like, what a bunch of <laughs> fucking aut aut autists. But I love everybody. I love that. That's exactly how I feel about it. Like, I'm like, y'all are the weirdest people I've ever met, and I also love all of love you it. so so much. I love it the most because I'm like, because like I I'm I thought I was a weird guy, but it's like, oh no, I'm a fucking I'm like a golden god among you guys. <laughs> like, it's so true. I, I, I only I only feel normal when I'm at a libertarian event. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I can throw a football far way further than any of you. Like, I play some professional football. That's like the NFL to you guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, I can I, I can hang on the rim. Y'all have never even touched the net. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, dude, I had sex before. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, now it sounds like we're bullying, but I'm being honest. I no, love you. I, no, I'm, 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 also, I'm fucking around. They, they, you know, I'm a comic. I'm joking around. Fuck it. I'm sure. I'm sure they fuck once or twice. Once or twice, at least. Yeah. Hands count. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I actually had real questions to ask you. Okay. Uh, I guess we kind of cover that. Well, maybe, maybe not. Would you, I guess, Mail, uh, is the COVID stuff the your personal biggest issue right now? Like the lockdown regime, is that your personal biggest current? Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, I mean, the, the the inspiration for the show, call it, naming it Liberty Lockdown, like I, I started in May 2020 to 60 days or something into lockdown. So yeah, it was that was definitely my my you know siren call. I was like, all right, this is this is not being addressed, and most importantly, it wasn't being addressed very vocally by the LP, like the Libertarian party and i was like this is this cannot stand like i will not allow this message to be left in the dust this is the most important liberty moment in my life and now simultaneously i mean it's all part and parcel of the same beast but the v mandates i feel the same way about like this is lockdowns can never happen again can never be allowed same with uh mandates so uh do you see new zealand came out recently and they were like hey we're gonna start trying to end this because it doesn't matter yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't totally surprised. I, yeah. I, I mean, I've known that this was endemic and not going away for six months, so I, I don't understand what changed. Uh, but I'm grateful. I hope that they follow through. You know, it's. 
it's not ironic, funny, whatever. But like uh, back like in March of 2020, I was like two week stops. Well, it's all over with. <laughs> like said it. Wow, was I wrong? Yeah, we all hoped. I, I, I knew, I knew right away that it was going to be longer than 15 days. But I, I think in my first podcast episode, I said, I said, I think this like people are saying it's only going to last through the summer. And I was like, this thing is lasting six to nine months at, at a minimum. Yeah. I'll, wow. I'll, I'll, I under I'll, I undershot it terribly. <laughs> I'm even talking like uh, I'm the, I, I'm I was saying the two two weeks thing even before the 50 days to slow the spread. This is like when COVID just first was like brought up in the news. Like, oh, I got you. Like, I was like, ah, this will be over in like two weeks. This would be like, oh yeah. I, I'm like in April would be like, remember that COVID thing in March? That's what I said a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, you and 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 you had all the reason to because yeah. how many how many different. Uh, viruses did they fearmonger us about it was like there was zika ebola. And, and ebola and uh and swine and swine, all these other like, yeah i mean yeah. It, it was over and over again they kept they kept bringing this shit up and it was like oh now you're gonna hit us with the real one all right here we go wait were those just build-ups i guess those were just run, dry runs i i don't know i mean i honestly don't know i think i think that there's there's enough evidence if you look at the videos of the scientists that are now responsible for the lockdown coordination globally including the research at the w institute of v i don't know i'm trying i'm trying to keep you safe no, here. I know, yeah. Thank you. um <laughs> uh yeah i mean if you if you listen to them talk prior to 2019 it sounds as if they're game planning this type of stuff and and the way it got rolled out i i personally believe that this was orchestrated that's my belief um you know I can't. Yeah, I can't well, necessarily prove it, but I can show you some really interesting things that do not make a lot of sense. Um, right. That's the, that's the thing. Is like I was like, yeah, I don't know. I also had a bro science thought the other day. I was like, I don't believe we get diseases from animals. I think it's like we get like one disease from. Animals. <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying? like think about like we get like hoof and mouth. I know that's like transmittable, but like AIDS. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Someone fucked a monkey. I mean, sure, but I'm no. It definitely happened. I'm, oh yeah, people fuck monkeys. But like. There's no way that's how we got AIDS, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that was so targeted for two minorities. <laughs> like, it, 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 and I said this before, you know what AIDS used to be called? You know, do you know what AIDS used to be called before AIDS? I don't know. It was called GRID. You know what GRID stood for? What? Gay-related immune deficiency. Oh, I think I remember that. So, wow. Like, it's yeah. like, it's so obviously like, they were like, we're going for the blocks and gays. <laughs> like, and the crack, crack too. Like, crack well, was like, looking for get rid of the blocks. And now we have all of these unfunded liabilities that are basically a product of our culture, our aging population, not dying. And all of a sudden we have this virus that only takes out the old and infirmed. That's interesting. As I mean, Social Security is running out. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Right. Those are I the unfunded liabilities. Right. <laughs> I yeah. remember that right there. Yeah. So, right. the, I mean, coincidence? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it. Yeah, and that's how I mean, uh, my wife is totally whole thing right for my wife too. Like she was always uh, she actually no, she never really cared about politics ever. She was like, I'm a white blonde girl, and now she's like, what? <laughs> I can't go to Mexico. <laughs> like that was literally her life change, right? Like right. Right. So I the people like her, I I, I think this did a number two, and they're like, okay, fuck the system. This is bullshit. This is corrupt. This is completely lying to us. Like these rules are arbitrary. They don't make sense. And that's even the thing. So even the regular, even most blue pill dummy in the world, when you go, yeah, well, did you not see Gavin Newsom in a restaurant without a mask on with a bunch of people that weren't his family? Answer that. Just give me why that was okay. Go. They're like, because he was sitting down and Corona only hovers above you. I mean, these How, people. That's the dumbest fucking no, thing. That's like them going, hey, if there's mustard gas, just sit down. Right. Well, it's it's the same thing as telling uh, school children to get under their desk when we thought we were going to be nuked. I mean, what yeah. the fuck is that going to do? Right. Yeah. It, it, it's that's what's thing. It's like I'm not a scientist. I'm a stupid comedian. Granted, I've also been told my whole life how mists work. So <laughs> if you're telling me that mists all of a sudden stop working at head level while sitting down, cool. I guess. Pluto yeah, wasn't I, a planet anymore either, so I don't know. They could do anything they want. Well, this this is <laughs> this is what frustrates me so much. It's like you, as someone who's traveled a lot recently, you get into the airport, mask the entire way. You go down the the uh, walkway to the plane, mask the entire way. You get inside, sit down, have to wear a mask the entire time, except when they bring you your beverages and your snacks. In which case, everyone takes down their mask and they eat and they spittle and they do all that shit. If this was so dangerous. The rule would be that there would be no snack time. 
<laughs> the mask right. would stay on the entire time. And, and you wouldn't be able to go to a restaurant. In fact, no one would be going to a restaurant because they would all be petrified because this is so lethal. None right. of this adds up. We're 18 months deep. If you haven't figured it out yet, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I was always, I, it's like, hey, you know why in 28 days later the world ended? Because <laughs> it was people were turning into zombies. <laughs> I was like, it was like, you know what I'm right. saying? It was like a legitimate, not like, I'm sick. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's no there's no bloodshot eyes with blood dropping into them. God, that movie's so great. Um, so good. yeah, it, yeah, it really is. I I don't I don't know I don't know how people and and the crazy thing is I still have relatives of mine, you know, people that know me well that are petrified that are still staying at home and you know barely going out at all, and it's just like what the fuck is happening? I mean, it's just amazing. I keep saying I smoke weed and I grew up next to Staten Island dump. So I think I'm impenetrable from all disease. I agree. I mean, yeah. I've, I've had sex with a dozen homeless men. Yeah. Raw dogs, so, Oh, you're dude, you're, you're good from all STDs and further. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bulletproof brother. You're, you're like the, you're, you're, you're our ground zero for that. <laughs> you're the super spreader. <laughs> for STDs. I'll tell you, it didn't come from a monkey. It came from me. Yeah. <laughs> You also have a time machine, and that's what you do. You just went back and you started all the diseases. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> You're the original fucking plague rat. <laughs> I am. I am patient zero. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, and the other thing that's crazy is that we're still listening to Fauci and that he's not, you know, being tried for war crimes. I, I, I don't understand yeah. it for the life of me. Like this guy is so transparently fraudulent and dangerously so, and he's he has his hands involved in the fucking implementation and the or- origination. It's like, dude, you gotta go. You gotta go. What he said the other day was pretty wild. When that guy was like, "Hey, if you keep being wrong, would you ever like step down?" He was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty crazy." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know what though? It was truthful because he has been wrong the entire time, and he hasn't stepped down. So I, I gotta respect the honesty. Do there. you ever think he'll be a fall guy, or no? I thought he was gonna be about four months ago. Same, right. I thought I thought they were turning on him. I thought he and Gates were both going down. If you remember, yeah. there was this 10-day period where both Fauci and Gates kind of stepped out of the limelight and all this terrible news came out about both of them. And I was like, oh shit, they're setting these guys up to be the fall guy. Like, great. I'd rather it, this end and let these guys go to prison or whatever. That'd be amazing. Uh, but no, I, they must have some sort of leverage or something that allowed them to keep the, the wolves at bay. Or they're really just going to stick with their guns and be like, nah, you gotta, you're, you're the face of this now. Yeah. I mean, it honestly, like it could yeah, be either. I, know, I, I, I don't know, but it's just, it, it really seemed as if they were setting up both Gates and Fauci to go down for all of this. And then like 48 hours later, just like on a dime, Fauci was back on stage telling us to, you know, shove our hands up our asses and everyone's like, okay. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening. Do you see that Colbert bit they just put out? With the with the V dance, yeah, yeah. What, what a, what a tragedy! Shit, <laughs> it's just it's just so horrific because I really really liked him back in like the mid two thousands. I know, and he was genuinely funny. I mean his his whole bit being Bill O'Reilly, but like this amped up retarded version of it was phenomenal. So good, and and now he's just like I mean, but it's not just him. I mean, Kimmel was the fucking the man show. Like he was he was what a funny a, guy. I don't know what a fall. It's just heartbreaking, man. I mean, this, this is why, and I hope that you view it this way. This is why I'm so grateful to see people like you and Dave and others, Robbie, um, that are, you know, genuinely funny comics that are not trying to play this bullshit PC game. Like, I'm just so sick of it. And the Legion of Skanks, like the whole, like yeah. all of that, you know, like that's what we need more of. And, and the crazy thing is, and Tim Dillon hates this because he's always, he's always like, he's, he's tiptoeing into like this political realm because he's just a rational person that's right like, this this shit's stupid like what are we right. doing but then then people will be like why are you having performances where the v's required and he's like i'm just a comic i'm not doing like i'm not a political activist and right. it's like it's like tim i don't know if you realize it but like you're our only hope like, you kind of like, are i know but like, like we was, need you guys you know at, at the same time like i'm not making tim dylan money i don't know what it's like to lose that money so it, it's hard. It, it's hard to ask somebody like, "Hey, don't perform at all the major cities in the country." <laughs> I get, I get it, I get it. But the, see, that's the thing, though. Like, the more money he loses, they also lose a ton of money too. So, like, right. he has more power than you and I do. Like, he's got oh, enormous sure. power. Yeah. So, plus his uh, Patreon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's making like a million bucks a month or something. I th- insane, so. Is it a million a month? 
I don't know. It was it was crazy money. It's crazy if it's a million. No, it can't be a million dollars. I think it was a lot. It was like it was a lot. Dude, that's upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) So have have you met Tim? No, never. I always wanted to. I've uh I've never officially met Dave in person. What? Crazy. And I even I have. I know, and I'm essentially st- still a New York comic. I go to New York all the time. <laughs> I still, I've, That's the, the first time I met Dave was I was on, uh, we did the 100th episode of Josh's po- Josh Smith's podcast together. Yeah, no, I, I, I watched it. I, I just assumed that you guys were homies since you're both New York comics. Nope. Like, uh, the first time I ever met Dave was right when he popped on. Did, did you get into the Mises Caucus because of him? or? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, wow. yeah pretty much. That's I awesome. mean, I was, I was a libertarian before that. But I would, with the MC, yes, I was because yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, same. I would have never even known about the Mises Caucus if not for him. I, Dude, yeah, you'd be surprised if the people I, I you think I'd meet and <laughs> never have. <laughs> like, uh, Tom Woods is at the fucking Virginia show. I made him laugh. I watched him laugh at me, and then I didn't get to say hi to him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's it's amazing. Everyone fucking bails. <laughs> I, I I met Scott Horton very br- briefly one uh, at the PA State Convention this year. Uh, Jeff Dice, I made laugh at the comedy show at the PA State Convention, uh, and I got to meet him briefly. I was like, hey man. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. Like, sorry, I said dick a lot. <laughs> Dude, I got I got to hang out with Scott. I I picked him up from his hotel. We we hung out for hours and hours. Like that guy, he's yeah, cool. also another real deal type. Like Dave, like those dudes are. There's nothing performance about it. Like they just you set them up and they just talk for like an hour straight. It's it's amazing. Every every everything that that Scott Horton does. By the way, I just look like Trump. Everything that Scott Horton does <laughs> should be recorded and put on a podcast like that guy is a machine yeah like, those guys piss me off because like how are you so good at this <laughs> it's like, i know well it's because like, they do it all the time <laughs> i know it's like it's like i feel like what i'm even doing is like pointless because they're so good at it it's like i don't even know what i'm doing <laughs> you don't even have to listen to me just go listen to them <laughs> it's like, you know let's all just go listen to them together like it's just like Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you can just use your podcast like every every day you just Hit record. Uh, go listen to Scott and Dave and and podcast. This podcast should be a live stream to watch their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and me being like, that's what I would say if I was better. That's what I, I would say that if I was smarter. Right here, see what he just said. I think that too. <laughs> that would be, that would hey, be we all we all have our own lane. Like like Dave Dave can out Liberty rant me on pretty much any topic except for banking and finance and mortgages like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my wheelhouse, wheelhouse. Yeah. because i did that for 10 12 years and you know i really understand it deeply so we all we all have our little addition that we add to things so i i think that there's room for everybody well not everybody but a lot of people uh someone <laughs> told me i was funnier than dave and it's not true but i'm gonna roll with that so fuck yeah dude <laughs> Hell yeah. fuck you dave <laughs> I, I haven't i haven't seen you live i saw dave and he was pretty funny but i'll i'll, I'll reserve judgment until i see you both <laughs> you can actually watch my set uh, Mises Caucus put it out on their on their fucking uh youtube like from months ago don't though oh, okay. don't watch that shit i actually wish they took it take it down i fuck it <laughs> I fucked up. was it bad no no it was good best problem oh okay. it was a lot of material <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> kind of burnt on it yeah uh no, so that it's funny they recorded us like do you want to release it? I was like do not release it. I was like send it to me directly. <laughs> I was like you send that to me and no one else, so I can release what I want. Uh, yeah, no, it's that's that's the thing is like uh, my only I guess my only angle is because that's my other niche is like oh, I'm a comic, so I, I try to at least like I feel like at least Dave and part of the problem is like that's more like straight lined, and like I'll, yeah. at least on this show is like let's talk about dicks more yeah <laughs> and joke around i bring more levity to it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be honest i as you probably know since i'm a member of tower gang like this is what i like to do yeah. i prefer i prefer like i need to have some levity in this because if i were to just talk about how serious this is 24 7 i would lose my mind like i have to i have to get away and talk about you know shitting your pants and stuff like that yeah. i need i need that in my life so please don't stop yeah, no, no. Even on, like on my uh, comedy podcast, I do some every now and then. Like we try, we definitely try not to talk about politics on it because you know it's, we just want to joke around. But like sometimes it will get brought up, and I'll just go kind of go silent, and it's, <laughs> and, and be like, "Oh, you want to talk about?" It? Like I'm like, "Yeah," because like you come listen to this, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't right, right, right. Like want to bore, especially if I know libertarians listen to both shows, and I'm, I'm sure they don't want to listen to Cult of Us because like, for my fucking political take, they want to listen to this for my political take. So like they want to go there and listen to comedy and just me dicking around with my friend. Right. You know, so like I want to try to separate it the best I can. Yeah, I mean it 
honestly, I don't think there's any magic recipe, dude. It's like it's whatever you're you're most passionate about. Like Tower Gang, I don't I don't make very many jokes when I'm on Liberty Lockdown. But when I'm on Tower Gang, I'm gonna say the most yeah. fucked up things imaginable. So yeah, I keep it kind of separated as well. But it's like it's I'm also not gonna not be funny on Liberty Lockdown just because like that's right. the more serious realm. Right. Well, of course. Yeah. No, if something it, strikes me, I'm just gonna say it. In fact, I need to go back on Tower because I was they said I was their funniest person. And then Josh Denny went on and they're like, now he trumped he trumped you. I was like, dude josh josh brought the house down i you know got some i had josh on my podcast after that i was like i have a bone to pick with you <laughs> <laughs> i was like i have to go back on there now and i have to overdo it to be number one again you fucking cunt i, like, I love it I, I mean this is this is what we need we need you guys competing to be the best host i, I remember uh fighting the kid a couple of years ago they they had the same thing they had like a bunch of i mean obviously they have funniest people on the planet going on their show and they had chris D'Elia, yeah. Um, won it back to back years. And every right. time he would go on that show, it was like, you could not miss it. Like, he was just so funny. Him and Brian together. Like him and Brian. Amazing. That's, oh man. That's weird. That's, that's the third time I talked about Chris Lee today. Weird. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah. The thing with that whole thing is, it was just creepy. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, people don't know the fuck Chris Lee is. Chris Lee is a fucking very famous comic. Who, I mean, he had little, millions of followers, big pocket. He just filmed that fucking. Zombie movie that was that Batista was in that yep. we got released that they cut him out of. They had to reshoot around, right? Uh, essentially, he got me too, but like kind of bullshit. Like he was just messaging eighteen year old chicks and being like, "You want to fuck?" And right. if they weren't eighteen, he's like, "Oh my bad, you're not eighteen. And like, stop talking yeah. to him. So listen, it's creepy. That's not like I'm thirty five. Like I I don't I don't know what to talk to an eighteen year old about. Like I don't. You know, that, I, that's why he wasn't talking. To I know. Him. He just I said, know. You want to fuck? Even that, even that, I'm like, ah, you're like a child. I agree. I it's wouldn't, creepy. I wouldn't do it either. Not illegal though. So like no. to each his own, but he got fucking buried for doing just being a, kind of a, a creep. But to his own, but who gives a shit? But his, fucking, I don't personally. He was funny. His fucking dynamic with Brian Callen was great. They had a Netflix show they were going to do that got canceled. Yep. Like all, like all this shit ruined that all this joy that they could have given to other people ruined off of legitimately nothing, a lie. Not yeah. even a lie, just a mistruth. Yeah, well, and then and then Callan's accusation is from the '90s, and it's like this girl doesn't come forward for 30 years, and I'm supposed to take it as if it's like a guaranteed authentic thing. Like maybe it is, right. I don't know, but it's 30 years passes. Like, what am I supposed to do with this information? So I don't know, man. It's just it just bums me out because those are two of the the funniest people that we're working, and and I thought their chemistry together was just, I mean, a plus plus. So it's just sad. I mean, if 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 Brian did that, sure, he deserves to pay a price. If if Dalia ever actually did anything with anyone underage, like oh, yeah, he, yeah, he should pay a he should pay a price. But it's at the same time, like I don't have any evidence of either of those things occurring. So what do you want me to do? I'm right. still gonna listen to the fucking podcast. Sorry, Khaled and Dalia should just do it on YouTube. Just yeah. like do with that, do whatever they can do for Netflix. Just do it themselves because they'll make money off it for sure. Hundred percent. They should go the same the same route as. Uh, the guy that got canned from SNL, Gillis. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's the name of the show though? It's uh, Gillian, Gillian Keeves. Keeves. Dude, that thing is that thing is blowing up, and it's fire. It's some of the funniest That's shit out better there. Better than anything SNL has put out in twenty years. Maybe ever. Yeah. yeah maybe ever. Actually, yeah. Maybe ever. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's really that good. So good. I mean, the, the one race. I know, by the way, I'm friends with a lot of those guys. Actually, I am personal friends with a lot of those guys. <laughs> those guys, I am. Of not, course, not, not Shane, but like I know Matt. A lot of the yeah. background actors are comics. I know all those fucking guys. Like those guys, because I, I I live outside of Philly now. I'm from yeah. you know I'm from New York, but I'm outside, so I know all those fucking guys. But yeah, dude, him doing that, like yeah, he definitely probably lost money for sure. As he lost, he lost SNL money for sure. That's us. But yep. dude, wait, he got way more fans out of it and oh, true following out of it. And I I saw him uh not this I guess it was two New Year's Eves ago at the Hollywood uh, when Legion of Skanks yeah, yeah, yeah. did their, their New Year's Eve thing at uh, the comedy store in LA. And, and uh, God, I keep forgetting his name. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Thank you. Shane Gillis was in the lineup. I had never heard of the guy. Yeah. And I thought he was the funniest person that did the thing. And then like six months later, he is hired for SNL. And then 30 days later, whatever it was, he's fired from SNL. And I was so like, man, that sucks. Cause, cause SNL is just such it's the dregs. It's just you. You literally never laugh. I could watch an entire episode. I could watch an entire year of episodes of SNL and never laugh. So like, yeah. hire this fucking guy, please. It's trash. Uh, 
what's cool about Shane is like I saw Shane do fucking small fifty room, fifty seater rooms like you know in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, PA I bet. yeah, and I crush. Bet. <laughs> yes, I'm sure, dude. Like he's, I mean, he's, he's unbelievably funny. So, dude, that whole bit about Trump, like, when you nuke it, <laughs> dude, it's so, it's so fucking good, dude. Yeah, and, you know, SNL straight hot, hired him because of, like, well, he's not a lefty. Right, right. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the, that's the thing is, like, because it is a monolith, like, you have to be woke. Like, you have to be woke to be in Hollywood, to be a comic. Like, if you want to be on Netflix, like, the 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 window of of people that aren't woke that are still allowed in these arenas is getting smaller and smaller. It's basically like no new people are going to be allowed into it. It's only the people that like Chappelle's not really woke. Bill Burr's not really woke. Like these guys that have already made it and they like, they know they're going to have, uh, I don't even know 50 million people watch Chappelle's new shit when it drops. It doesn't matter. He's going to, he's going to still get a payday, but all the young people that are trying to get those paydays that aren't woke, like good luck. I mean, you, you, you got to go indie or you're toast. Yep. Uh, it's 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 also like so these people they have no problem selling their souls for fucking to get to SNL to do like all these late night spots like you know like oh I did Fallon oh I did Kimmel on my SNL go look at their followers on Twitter right you have more (laughs) (laughs) because because no one gives a fuck about them they're just being pushed by through the industry not fans go look at Shane's Twitter follower count I'm sure it's 30 something I'll tell you right now yeah, <laughs> let's, let's I'm see. sure it's big. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's I mean, that's what gives me hope is like no matter what the industry wants, like the pe- there's still a market for you know aggressive legit comedy. Uh, I'm just trying to fucking hold on. Shane Gillis, seventy six point eight thousand followers on Twitter. There you go. Now I, you know what? Fuck, I should have done this while I was still on Twitter. Let me look up Bowen Yang, the guy that fucking <laughs> also got hired. Oh, is he not even on fucking <laughs> Twitter? Did he get bullied off Twitter? Hopefully. <laughs> wow. I can't even fucking find him. Yeah, man, it's it all all these fucking again, people will come after him. You go go look at their following. A hundred right. hundred followers, two hundred followers. People again, people comics who have done legitimate three or four late night spots, like on, you know, with we used to be considered primetime TV. Right. I have more followers than them. Yeah. And I have like 1,500 followers. <laughs> That's it. And I'm it. like, I have more than you. I'm like, no one fucking knows who I am. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I've never done comedy on fucking, on, on fucking Kevl. I think, I think this is a perfect example of, of why I've had success is like, there, there was just such a void of people talking about how wrong these lockdowns were. And I just leaped into it. And I just, I've tweeted four or five bangers a day. And, a year later, I, I go from 2,000 followers to 22,000 followers. I mean, it's it's crazy. Whereas, you know, most of these people that are actually like, they are being picked up by the industry, but they still can't make a dent. They can't get any following because people fucking hate what they have to say. There's nothing inspirational. There's nothing original. It's just like, I could go watch Kimmel, you know, if I want to hear this boilerplate trash. Well, there's that thing of like, like Netflix is like, we're going to put up like, you know, comics of color and com- gay oh. comics. It's like, okay. Cool. How about funny comics? How about funny? Right? How about funny comics <laughs> that also happen to be gay? Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, fine. like Tim yeah. Dillon. Yes. Like, where's Tim Dillon's special? Oh, so he he was on. The, so that's funny. He was on that one Netflix uh, 15 minute thing. They had the stand the, the stand ups. Right. And they were they were like uh, they were like only one of the comics is 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 only uh, you know not gay white guy. And obviously, it wasn't Tim Dillon. But like Tim Dillon was more straight than the fucking straight guy that was on right. the fucking show. <laughs> I, know, I know. You would you would never be able to tell Tim was gay if you if he didn't talk about it occasionally. No, it, it, it's but it's, but my point my point is why does Tim not have an hour hour and a half special? Why doesn't he have an hour special every year? The guy is so funny, and and they just like he's he's shelved even though he's an enormous star, enormous. So I, I mean, it's like that's the thing that that trips me out about this is like there's real money to be made pushing someone like Tim Dillon. It's evident based off of his Patreon. Had some other agency picked him up and pushed him as hard as they push fucking these scumbags that replaced Shane Gillis on SNL, they could have made an enormous amount of money. So like they are literally sacrificing financial well-being just for the wokeness. Like that is, that's a really horrifying trend that I don't think people have like really thought about how crazy that Dude, is. Dude, want to hear how crazy this woke shit gets? And then we start to wrap it up because I feel bad. We're going for like an hour. Um, 
there was again randomly this year the Shane Gillis SNL thing's been done for a while now. You know it's been kind of over. Randomly, this fucking no-name fucking female comic from New York tweets out, hey, whatever happened to that racist comic Shane Gillis before? And then Shane went, cool. Cut a clip of her stand-up and just posted it. No comp, no fucking subtitle, no, like, look at this dummy. Just a clip of her stand-up. And she just got eviscerated. But it, get, it gets worse than this. It, it gets, the woke shit gets worse. She was apparently a writer for SNL. Uh, SNL, Jesus Christ. For Adult Swim. Okay. I don't know what show. Probably not a good one. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not a good one. Okay. You think Adult Swim, they're pretty fucking crazy. They have a lot of yeah. crazy shows on. People are sick of this woke shit, so they went back into her old tweets, and they're like, let's see what you got, bitch. Hell yeah. Wow, bunch of Asian shit. Crazy for a white girl. <laughs> Adult Swim fires her for her old tweets from 2012. <laughs> now, here's where it gets even more wokey, dude. She then tweets out, I deserve to get fired. Well, good for her. I mean, she's been. But, like, I don't want to uh, see her get fired, and I don't like her. But, like, if I, I, I condone that, then I'm a hypocrite, right? Like, but it's like, it's like, Jesus, I do not get it. Are you a hypocrite, though? Because, yeah, like, I feel I, like I am. See, the way, the way I feel about it is if you're going to operate like that, you have to abide by your own rules. You know, like I don't think those rules should exist. Right, and same. I will, I, I won't let them apply to me. Like you want to cancel me. I'm an independent person. I'm independently wealthy and no one, no one backs me. I don't have any representation. Nothing. Right. You can't, you can't cancel me. I am uncancelable. So good luck. But if, if they're going to act like that and you work for a big, you know, woke corporation, then you fucking, you play the game. Like, why are you going after Shane? You know, oh, like oh, so he's already lost everything. So fuck you. I, I agree. I, again, this comes from a place of like, I just don't want to root it on. Cause then I'm like, I'm rooting. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I you're right. Dirty. You're right. It's like, it's like, Oh, that was kind of a hypocrite. Like, yeah, she, yeah, she's an idiot. And like, no, you're right. And, like it is it, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> no, that's what that, I think that's what I'm saying. It's hundred percent hilarious. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to try and, you know, take her head. I wouldn't try to right. get her fired. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. But if it happens, it's kind of funny. <laughs> That's super awesome. funny. Yeah. Super funny. Well, again, you want to play with dumb fire, and sometimes you get burnt by dumb fire. Because dumb yep. fire doesn't want to play smart. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. It's like, don't yeah, hand, don't hand matches to retards. Yeah. You just shouldn't do it. It's not a good idea. You're going to burn the whole house down, the whole cathedral <laughs> down. By the way, I don't know if you saw this, but the cathedral Twitter account has been usurped what you know the lp cathedral account oh on yeah twitter yeah. it's been usurped let's just say that i need i need details are you gonna you gonna I, I don't know if i'm allowed to say <laughs> okay okay fair. okay all right yeah tell me off yeah, uh, yeah. After, well, let's just say let's just say big news let's just say i i believe currently at this point of recording it's uh, it, there's been a slight coup in the cathedral caucus Twitter. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, then I need to check it out because I don't even follow that shit. No, 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 I don't either. I only know about it because of other circles. So I'll, right, I'll get right, to right. that after. But uh, we're about an hour, dude. Um, this has been a fucking blast. Absolutely. Thank uh, you so much. For sure, dude. We, definitely, please come on anytime you want. We got to do it again. We'll get like you know, yeah. a bunch of people on together or whatever the fuck. Uh, please tell everybody where they can find you, all your stuff, social media, your podcast. Sure, I am Liberty Lockdown on Instagram. I'm at Liberty Lock Pod on Twitter, and I mainly use Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Locals at, uh, I think it's locals.libertylockdown.com if you want to be a subscriber supporter to the show. And lastly, Liberty Lockdown on YouTube. I have an unbelievable lineup uh, in this upcoming weeks. I've got Dave Rubin, uh, David Limbrick, who's the MP for Victoria and Australia will be on tomorrow. That's going to be a really interesting conversation. And I cannot believe he's agreed to come on. So I hope everyone checks that out. It's going to be revelatory because this wow. guy is, he's the only politician really actively fighting the insanity that's happening in Australia right, right now. Right. So God bless him for taking this risk. Um, also got Ian Crossland from Tim pool coming on and, uh, lids as well. Uh, God, I have just an insane lineup Zuby and, the list goes on and on. Um, I think I have uh, Josh Denny coming on. So, yeah, it's going to be a while. Everyone check it out. Awesome, man. Uh, you guys know where to find me. Adam Nutter. Follow me for all my social media, uh, all my upcoming show dates. Go, go listen to Calls of Us and, of course, Porcupine. Download, subscribe, rate, review, all that great shit. Uh, Clint, brother, thank you, sir, for coming on. Uh, this has been fun. Peace out, motherfucker. 
Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. 